I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by Geordie Shaw legend, Nathan Henry. Nathan? Yes? I'm really gutted we didn't get to do the show together. I'm actually really good because I think me and you would have got along very well. I do. Stupidly, I think we would have been toxic little queens. (laughs) Everyone would have been like, oh, God, not these two bitches. I feel like they would have (laughs) fucking (laughs) hit But I would have lived for it. I really fucking felt like I... And I'm not going to whinge about my time in Geordie Show. It had its ups and downs and all that. Yeah. And I wish everybody the best. But, like, I do feel like I would have loved an ally like you and Nate. Oh, God. I, listen, we would have been thick and thin, like, best yeah. friends. You know what I mean? I know, I know. But then you did have that with Chloe, and that was yes. proper lush. Is she your Geordie Show bestie? Wait there. No, it's not my dog. It's someone else's. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chloe is. Chloe's, do you know what? It's weird because obviously me and Chloe, like, me and Chloe started off the journey together and we did become yeah. best friends. But then as we've got grown older, we're still very close, but we're not as close. Mm-hmm. So like now my George, her best friend, I'd say it's Sophie. Oh, and yeah. I, Sophie's class as well. Yeah. I hope Chloe doesn't get offended by that. But I think Chloe knows. But it's like, it's just because me and Sophie bring each other every single day. Like, we're always checking in on each other. We're always going on holiday together. We're always, like, trying to go on double dates with each other. Like, it's just, I it's like, always and, I think, and I think, well, yeah, it's because either when she's in a relationship, I'm single, or when I'm single, she's in a relationship. Timon's always off. It's just off. And it's like, it's not going to fucking happen. So it's either one of us is third wheeling, but it's fine. But it's just, I just think, and probably because we're a bit older as well, it's mm. like, it's, I've, I've naturally gravitated towards her. Yeah. So how old are you? Are you more my age, like? You never ask a queen her age, Vicky. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm I'm, 30, I'm 31. Oh, well, you look fucking well for it, though, don't you? Thank you. You Thank are. You, look, I mean, you're nowhere near my age. I'm 35 this year, babe. That's not far. That's not far from me. Oh, God, honestly, the way I felt this morning, I could have been 74. This <laughs> can't go. Do you not think, though, once you get 30, like past 30, the hangovers, they're unbearable? Oh, it's disgraceful. Like, I've obviously got this, like, and I really want to ask you about your journey with sobriety as well, but I've got this documentary coming out because obviously my dad's um, an alcoholic. He has been alcohol dependent most of his adult life. And there's been times in my life where I've definitely struggled with my relationship with alcohol and my dependency and stuff. But I would say turning 30 for me, like, it actually even subconsciously affected my relationship with alcohol. Oh, completely. You just can't drink to excess like you used to Jesus Christ if you value any other aspect of your life yeah if you want to function you do not drink like that you just can't mate is that what so 
Did you right? So hang on. How did your because you had a period of sobriety, didn't yeah. you? Was that a bit on de, Was that for the sake so, of your relationship with Declan? Or so what? yeah. So kind of when I was when I met my ex, obviously he was two years sober. Um, and because he had issues with alcohol. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think he's open and honest and stuff like that. And he's he struggled with um, alcohol and drugs. And obviously, being in a relationship with someone when you're that committed and you love someone that much, you're going to do anything for them. But the oh. thing is, when he told me about it, I never questioned it once. And I think he kind of came into my life at the right time because that was when I was thinking, I don't want to be partying anymore. I don't want to be going out every fucking weekend. I want yeah. something to do. I want someone to share and have life experiences with without alcohol. And then he came to my life and it was just, it did change. And he did, he did actually teach, he changed my whole relationship with alcohol because before that I would be, if I was going to an event, I would have to get drunk before I go uh, there because uh -huh. I'd be anxious, I'd be nervous. Mm -hmm. If I was going to a party, I'd have to get pre-drink before I go there. Yeah. Even a festival, concert, anything, I'd have to get shit-faced before I go. Just so if people came up to me and asked for photos, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I could be able to function. Yeah. And when obviously when I met him, we, we were going to events, we were going to like these places, never had one drop of alcohol. And I thought, it, it made me realise, I was like, why did I fucking think that I needed that? To be me when it's me that's the person, it's me that's it. Like, I'm not the drink, it's I am myself and I can be myself all the time. And I think that completely changed it. And then, obviously, turning 30, like you said, like my whole relationship with alcohol changed. I was just like, I don't really want to go out and drink to excess. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, going out in the sun and having a few drinks with my friends, that's nice. Lovely. But the thought of going out and drinking all day and then going to a nightclub on a night time and then going to an after party, I'm just like, no, I'm doing one of them. Yeah. And it's probably going to be the last one, go to the club, yeah. so then I know I can go home, go to get food and go to bed. Oh, absolutely. And then I can spend all day in bed. But I'm like, I'm not doing all three. Sorry, my body what? will say no. Literally, babe, like, it's mad, isn't it? So almost, what was completely normalised in your teens and 20s, like, gives me the fear now. Like, oh, God, God. I almost say to my mates as well, like, can we go out on a Friday so I can have the oh, so Saturday you... and the Sunday? Yeah, exactly, so you've got all weekend. But then I'm sometimes, I go, if I go Saturday... It'd be like, right, I forgot Saturday. I'm, I am I want to be at home for a certain point for Sunday. So I'm awake for Sunday dinner yeah. and I can have my nap straight after and I'm back awake for five o'clock to watch a film, go to bed, feel refreshed for Monday. It's all, yes. it's all planned out now. The scheduling that you yeah. have to do to have a drink when you're 30 plus yeah. is just mental. Like I that's... can't just go out and get pissed anymore. No. I've got to put it in the fucking calendar. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to schedule my recovery time. Do you feel like, because obviously I think being from the Northeast, and I'm sure there's probably other areas in the UK as well, but I think there's a huge drinking culture. There's a huge yeah. party culture. And like everyone always says to me, like, do you think you would still have like problems with alcohol or complicated relationship had you not been on Geordie Shore. And I say, yeah, like yeah. I, I was going to be who I was going to be regardless of yeah. that show. But I do think me time spent on there exacerbated it. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I agree great. with that. Yeah, because yeah. when I, I went to uni before I did Geordie. And me I too. Was, I was a fucking mess there. Like I, I turned just up to one menace. of my, I just turned up to one of my exams, half cut still. I was like, <laughs> written my name and then walked out because I was going to be sick. I was like, I can't do this. Nah, I don't care. Oh, Went home and I just thought, regardless of Geordie Shaw, like I would have still been going out partying with my friends and stuff because it was what we were, were all doing. But then I think Geordie Shaw obviously, it it kind of catapulted that and I was doing it a lot more because I was filming. Yeah. Then not only that, I was doing PAs. Then not only that, I'd be going out every weekend to it's make sure I was seen. It's a lifestyle, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I was trying to keep up with it and I was just like, the, obviously, when I was younger, I could do that. 
I think when I started to get older, I was like, do you know what? I don't care about going to events. I really don't care about going out. No. I don't care. I don't have FOMO anymore because nah. I'm very happy at home watching Netflix with some food curled up with my dogs. There's that thing, isn't there? And I, I can't remember. It's I don't know when I read it, but it's not FOMO. It's JOMO. Yeah. Joy of missing out. Yeah, like, the joy. Do you know, do you know oh, what I love? Do you know what I've noticed it. as well when you get older? Yeah. Oh, God, I love it when your friends text to cancelling plans. Ah! When Because I'll be late in bed and I'm like, right, I've got to get ready in an hour. And I'm like thinking, oh, I just want the phone to go. I want the phone to ring. And then I'll get a text. Hey, can't be bothered. I've cancelled. And I'm like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Sweet Jesus! Thank God. Honestly, there's that meme goes around on Insta, isn't it? Where it's like, don't feel bad about cancelling. Oh, no, like, don't. I no. coming anyway. Don't. Don't. And I always wait till the last half an hour and then I'll check in. Are we still going? If they're like, oh, yeah, I'm like... I'll be like, right, well, I'm going to be late, but I'm not <laughs> I'm going to be late, I'm leaving early, and you best believe I'm getting food. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm, trust me, I'm eating. I hate when, do you know, when you go out sometimes and your friend's like, why are you eating food? We're having a drink. I'm like, because I'm starving. I'm <laughs> so hungry. I'm a greedy fucking bitch, you know. A so greedy, I'm greedy bitch. Such a pig. Like, I made our driver stop last night on the way home. I was like, if you see a chicken chop, stop. <laughs> and so, until I was like driving along like and I'm like I'm thinking he doesn't think I'm being serious yeah but I spotted one I was like yeah! stop stop and it was right late at, late at night on a Thursday as well so like you could tell it was about a lot, it was about half eleven and the fella's like well I'm closing so I got all these bits I got all I these just, little I take chicken everything, wings everything. yeah I was like I'll have it all all I was of like, it I'll have it oh mate honestly and me and her can't just like eat chicken wings all I'd love all. so when we went to Ocean the other week when I was in Ibiza I would honestly everyone sat there getting drunk and stuff and the girl came over and she went, what can I get you to drink? I went, nothing, you can get me the food menu, please. She looked at me as if I was stupid. No, the food in there is fucking class. It's, it's sensational. I was Unreal. like, can I get the platter, please? She goes, you know that's for two people. I went, I know, but can you make it for four people just for me? And she's like... what I said, <laughs> I said what I said and I fucking meant it. Now go get it right. She came back. I'm not even joking. The amount of looks I was getting in Ocean Beach. I was sat on a full circle bed to myself because all the girls were on the table. I yeah. sat there like a pig and shit eating food. Yeah. People walking past me as if I was weird. I was like... I'm starving. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I would not even judge you. I'd be there with you, like balls deep. Oh, I'd be like, come like, on, join, 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 join. <laughs> there was enough fucking food there for everyone. <laughs> so this was Holly's hen. Yeah, on Holly's hen too. Me just sat eating my there all fucking partying. Was it so lush? She's looked it, it was amazing. Gorgeous. It was honestly, I had the best time there. I'm not she gonna lie. Looks great, Nathan. Incredible. A body is. Banging at the minute, like she's on, honestly on fire. She looked gorgeous on the day, the day as well. Did she? So I've not seen any pictures of the uh, the day itself. Because, I'm assuming there's a mag deal. Um, I don't know if there's a mag deal, but there's photos. Yeah, I think there's a photo deal that she's got. So there's, okay. oh, it's all hush hush. It's all. I can say though, she did look phenomenal. She looked that beautiful. We all fucking cried. I feel like I will definitely cry. And like I know everyone's like dead quick to say like, "Emma, horrible, Holly." When you first met, I like allow it. I was 22, yeah. right? You know, and like we've both grown up an awful lot like I've, for the last 10 years wished the girl nothing but the best but like I know I'll cry when I say I could yeah. she deserves this moment she does and Doesn't honestly she? just to see her so happy I was like oh we've all and wanted this for you gorgeous together as well fucking they? they look better than me and fucking Declan fucking I need to find a hot boyfriend now to get married because yeah. I need I want that title back. Just revenge, do it, mate. Just absolutely revenge. Like even if they're really boring, just do it for the pay. I will. I'd like to just shut up and get a picture of me for Instagram, thank you. So this is right. This is the really spicy question that when I opened my uh, email this like this oh, afternoon, God. I was like, 
Elif, are you fucking serious? That's me, producer Aaron, for everyone knows by now. But it's, I do, if you don't feel comfortable answering this one, don't worry about it. I'm sweating behind the knees, I'm really nervous. Wait, I need right. to have a drink of water. It's it. Go on, have a drink. Elif, so, this is a naughty one. She's never normally like this. She's normally so nice. Right. Did Chloe not go to the wedding because they've fallen out? Is there some sort of feud between her and Holly? No. Okay, good. It's That's a, all we need oh, to know. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Chloe was meant to have a, a work opportunity um, mm -hmm. in America. I, so basically, before I went to Ibiza, I was in Turkey with uh, Chloe. Right. And she was meant, her and Joey were meant to go do something in America. But when she went to the airport to fly to LA, a v, her, I think her visa got declined or her boyfriend's visa got declined. Right. So then she had to come home to sort all that out. Okay. But... Not just that, like there was a lot of people that weren't invited. Obviously, I think people noticed it more because Chloe's like on Jordan Shaw with us. Yeah. There was a lot of her actual like close friends. Like we've got loads of close friends like in the group that weren't invited because there was only a select amount she could have had because she paid per person per head. So it wasn't worth the risk paying for inviting someone who might not be there yeah. over someone that wants to be there. But this, it wasn't because of bad blood or anything like that. Okay, well, that's really good to know. <laughs> I feel like Elith will sleep easy tonight. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There was, honestly, I literally mentioned, talking about weddings, there was literally something I just saw this morning on Women's Health on Instagram. And it says 71% of couples feel forced to invite people they don't actually like to their wedding. Yeah. And like, I read this and I, I've literally screenshotted a put on my Insta and I was like, not me because I'm I, savage, savage no. bride mode no. pending. Like, I don't care. So it's, I, I know this is like a different type of thing. Like me and yeah. my cousin actually talked about this last night. We were talking about if we died, I was like, I don't want no fucker at my funeral who didn't know me. I don't want no one at my funeral going, oh yeah, we were best friends. If you've never seen them in a picture with me, you've never seen a conversation with me. I've yeah, never yeah. spoken to them. I've yeah. just looked at them. I don't want them at my funeral. And it'd be the same thing for my wedding. Yeah. If I don't know you, why are you spending my special day with me? No. Even, like, and do you know that far? I'll, I'll push this. I don't care if my family listen to this. I'll push this as far to family members that don't even speak to me anymore. No, I'm, You won't be invited. I'm with you, right? So, like, obviously you're saying, like, Holly had to be quite specific about who she invited. And I completely back yeah. that, you know? I think, so me and her are kind of definitely thinking about destination wedding. Like, yeah. He's obviously all his fam family, well, predominantly family and friends are all southern, like, like southeast London, London yeah. based. Mine are predominantly all Newcastle. So either either way, if we had it in one of our hometowns, people are going to have to travel four hours. So, so someone's going to travel anyway, yeah. Well, that's it. So I says, lash everybody on a flight, guarantee the weather, and let's make a holiday of it. I think when you do destination, you separate the wheat from the chaff anyway. Yes, because then those are like, oh, I'll come at the wedding. But like, they're not coming. 
yeah, you can't go, oh, it's only in like, it's only in like Blagden, like I'll, I'll, I'll get like, I'll just get a car. No, you've got to get on a flight. It's a real commitment. So I feel like that's going to make a lot of people who are probably not really that close to think again. But honestly, mate, like I've said to my mum, if they haven't been a part of my journey with her, Why they come like, in? No, exactly. So I was like, don't think all oh, cousins or cousins are getting invited, man, because I couldn't no. give a fuck They're not fucking coming. My mum was like, you're going to make my life very awkward. Like, yeah. Mums are like that, though. They're like, how am I going to explain this? You don't need to explain it. Just leave it. They're not invited. It's that Nobody simple. Cares, man. Yeah. Honestly, like family politics, I'm out. I want who I love there, and that yeah. is it. Like, if I, well, I did originally, if I went, if, well, I need to get a boyfriend first. If when I do get married, I was like, I would have happily have had like 20 people at my ceremony, but then I realized who the fuck I was. And I was like, no, that's no. not, that's not going to happen. I want a massive affair, but still, I want it to be a massive affair with only close friends and family. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I've got a massive, like, family, and like, I've got fuck loads of friends and I've got yeah. loads of circles of friends. So it'll be all them Social close ones. butterfly, babe. But yeah. But yeah. And then obviously, whoever marry as well, hopefully they'll have friends too, because I don't want them to be alone. So, <laughs> that, honestly, no, I'm sure because I think it can be, I think it can still be grand and beautiful and big, but yeah. feel intimate too. If yes, that's what I want. Yeah, if everybody who's there like really loves you, like has this like great, great relationship, that's how we want ours. Exactly. Like, well, imagine, right? Imagine being sat at this. You've paid fuck loads of money for your wedding, right? Aye. You're the you look the gorgeousest you've ever looked, mm. and you sat there and you're surrounded by four fucking strangers telling you how beautiful you look on your wedding day, and you're thinking, yeah. I don't know who the fuck you are. Honest, babe, I swear to God, like I just, it's just not for me. And I no. know some, some people like, we went to like, Ur so Urkan's best mate is like um, Indian. Yeah. And we went to his wedding like last year and it was unreal. Indian it, weddings are sensational, aren't they? Oh, babe, the colours, the like, oh, the like religious side of things are so beautiful. It was just stunning. But I was like, the, I only went to one of the small ones because the bigger one. They have loads, don't they? Have, don't they have like loads of ceremonies? He had three. They had three. I'd love that. I mean, honestly, well, I'm definitely doing a fucking. <laughs> I definitely have more than one, mate. This is my third attempt. If you're, you're mad, if you think I'm not going big, but like he, um, he so I could only go to the middle one because the biggest one was on my sister's thirtieth, and showed yeah. me forgiveness if I missed it. So I only went to the middle one. There's about two hundred and fifty people there, and really? I was thinking. Do you, are you honestly going to fucking tell me you know every cunt in this room? Exactly. Cause, Cause yeah, I bet you don't. So no, I I'm learning a lot from the weddings I'm going to at the moment. Like we've got, are you got loads of weddings on? Oh God, it's like wedding season now. It's like all the time. But the, do you know what I've realised when the people ask me, I'm like, if it's like a really hot day, I'm trying to think of no. plans where I'm like, no, I'm not wearing a suit. Sorry. If it's in England, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest now, if it's a hot day and you're getting married, I'm probably going to bail. Unless yeah. it's inside and there's aircon, because I'm not wearing a suit in this heat. Abroad, oh, I'll happily come to your wedding. Yeah, yeah i get a holiday out of it. But then I think you've got to, again, think about that as well. Like, I'm not going to do, we're definitely probably going to do abroad. And I'm thinking ceremony, like six o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Like, I can't have people sweating their tits off, being uncomfortable. At, on, on I won't lie, Holly's, Holly's was during the day. It was fucking was it, it was was it boiling? It, it wasn't boiling, but it wasn't as boiling as I expected, but it was hot. 
Yeah, no, I'm so Erkan is the sweatiest man I've ever met. Like, we literally got a job with Hello Fresh the other night, and he got so stressed about doing his like videos to camera, like he started to sweat. And I was like, Erkan, are you sweating over an Instagram story? Shut up, man! You haven't been doing this as long as you're like wiping the sweat away. I was like, Oh bless him! Oh my God, this is Wartham Abbey. Ten o'clock on a Wednesday night, like you, there's no way we can get married in abroad until about eight o'clock at night. You sweaty prick! No. <laughs> just get someone to stand there with a fan for him permanently like, permanently sweating no. like fanning him down oh god babe talking to you it's been an absolute pleasure and I swear I could chat to you all day but I'm aware that it's hot the weather's gorgeous I'm hungover I'm probably going to need to throw up again in a minute so I'm going <laughs> to wrap this up my love but here at Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners um, kind of like a a little bit of a pearl of wisdom. Okay. And yeah, listening to you, it sounds like you are living your best life. Nathan. Yes, I am. Like, I am. You are, and you're like from the moment like you came out on Jodie Shaw, which prolific, by Thank the way, you. Thank you. brave, beautiful, liberating, and very powerful for so many young gay people as well. I, I think you have been unapologetically you. Yeah. And that can't be easy because, like you said, like the world is still learning yeah. and growing. Um, but I think for every young person who might not have your confidence to just be themselves now, I want to know what your secret is to being loud and proud and unapologetically you. I would say my secret is I've realised that I only have one life and yeah. only I can live my life. So if I'm going to live it, I'm going to live it to the fullest and I'm going to live it be myself because if I don't, then I'm not I'm not enjoying myself. I'm not living for me. And I think the secret probably is to realising that you've got one life and you just need to give it 100%. No matter what other people think, just fucking do it for you because no one else can. No one else can be Nathan Henry. There is only yeah. fucking one Nathan Henry, mate. So that's yeah. what my secret is. Just literally just... Don't apologise. Don't do anything. Just live and be your authentic self. Do you know what? Like, it's so true, mate. Like, do you honestly want to be on your deathbed, whatever it is, <gasps> and think like, oh, I kept everybody happy or... Fuck like, no! no! I don't give a shit about making people happy. I don't fucking care. I live for me. If you're happy because I'm happy, good. If yeah. I make you unhappy, then if it's a nasty thing, then obviously I, I feel bad about that. Yeah. But if my presence generally makes you uncomfortable and makes you unhappy, then fuck off. That's it, babe. Loud, proud, exactly. and no fucks given. None. Yes! Oh, babe, I can't, do you know what? I can't wait to see what's next for you. Are Thank you going you. back on Geordie's show? You got well, any more reality show, TV shows I've in the pipeline? I've got a show coming up in September and then I might be doing another dating show. So, right, what, I know I shouldn't be doing this because I've technically wrapped up the podcast, babe, but I am going to ask, so what shows have you done already? You've done X on the Beach. So that's where X you and Declan got back together. Celebs go dating. Uh -huh. I've done Jodie Shaw. I did the driving show with you. Oh, my God, remember that, mate. Did you or not? Did you pass? No, did I fuck? I did, no, and I, I still... and do you know what? They asked me to come back for the next series, failed again. Fuck off, did they? They didn't ask swear, me to come back. They swear down. Swear down. They knew I was a lost cause. <laughs> Lost cause. Um, um, okay, so go on another dating show, babes. Oh, I'm yeah. So, watch. well, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds about. Obviously, I'm, re I re I'm really excited to do it. Yeah. But I'm a bit like, well, what if I meet someone in between? Because I'm be like having my single summer. Yeah. What if I meet someone in between now and then? I don't really want to sack someone off no. if I really like them for the sake of a show. But then I'm like. At the end of the day, I want that paycheck, darling. So L listen, babes. <laughs> right, you will know. Right, so 
Last thing I swear, and I'm going to let everyone go, when me and Erkan first got together, um, it was very fast after we both broke up with our exes and everyone was telling me, like, you're going too fast, you yeah. need some time to be you, whatever. And I was very much of the opinion, like, you know, what what will be, will be. Yeah. Me and him were meant to meet each other. And I, before I met him, had an interview for Celeb Score Dating. Did you? Yeah. And they were like... Vicky, we're going to offer you this much money. And like, I'm not going to be tacky and talk about it, but it's yeah. fucking good. It was good oh, money. They, do, they, do, they pay well then. Oh, I honestly, they flash the cash in that. Like, honestly, I feel like for fucking some of the fellas to set you up with absolutely No, you need to. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God. And I remember sitting him down and saying to him, like, I've been offered this and like, it's come back and it's X amount. And he was like, well, I really like how things are going with us. And, but oh. it's totally up to you. Like, I'd never tell you it's a lot of money. And in that moment, you, you know, I thought, I've always trusted me gut and led with me heart. And I know it's got me into some trouble yeah. in the past and stuff like that. But why would I change it? Why would I change yeah, that why, now? Yeah. And I said no to them, you know. And, like, I look where I am now, babe. Like, I engaged to the man of my dreams, house dog, so, so happy. Don't regret a single second of it. So, do you know what? Take the opportunity, go for it. And if you meet someone in between, just tell them politely, know your circumstances yeah. have changed. I'm sorry, I'm getting married. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm off. But I'm sure they'll understand. They just want you to be happy. That's what the show's about, you know? Exactly, exactly. Oh. Babe, I wish you... Oh, thank you I wish for you that. all the best. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Well, guys, that was the absolutely wonderful Nathan Henry. Like, I meant what I said. I'm fucking gutted we weren't in the, G the GS house together. Would have had a hoot. I can't imagine everyone else would have liked it as well. I think that you would have brought out a real, an even bitchier side of me if that was fucking possible. Um, oh, I loved his message. Loud, proud, and just super authentically him. Like, if anybody is, you know, struggling with sort of accepting who they are, I hope you're there. I hope that's give you a sort of virtual hug um, and let you know that, you know, it's, it's beautiful to be who you want to be. Um, if you are loving the podcast, then please do all of the podcasty things. Leave a review, tell your mates, subscribe, subscribe. That's the important one. Do that, do that. Um, anyway, guys, have the best week ever and be you because it's fucking beautiful. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.